Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Amen, happy returns for the Feast of Epiphany. Um, today is the second day of the Feast. And we read the Gospel according to St. John chapter 1. And we find in today's Gospel, uh, there's like kind of series of many people and all of them pointing towards Christ. The first thing you notice is that John the Baptist is like pointing towards Christ. His disciples telling them, this is, behold the Lamb of God. And the two, the disciples, we know later that it's one of them is John, the beloved, and the other one is Andrew. And that's why maybe St. John, the beloved, did not talk about himself, what he did after. But we know he went and uh, got his brother, James. <coughs> but also Andrew went and got his brother, Peter. Right? Everyone knows Peter. Or you don't know Peter. You know, the guy that's catching a lot of fish. The guy who's always very vocal. And you never hear about Andrew. But who brought who? You know, when you go fishing, when you go fishing, there are ways, different ways and types to fish. There is, of course, the one way, uh, I think, like, it's more of a, a sport that you go with a rod and you go and throw uh, the rod there and you wait for the fish. And, of course, the other one is when you throw net and then you... Grab a lot of fish, a lot of fish. And uh, of course, we all love to see Peter every time that we read this miracle, catching a lot of fish. And the end of the uh, gospel, according to St. John, also uh, another one where also Peter and John, and they had Andrew too, uh, catching a lot of fish as well. So we love to see that scene. But many times we kind of like just go a little bit or uh, we miss out on Andrew because Andrew was actually a disciple of St. John the Baptist. Andrew was a disciple of St. John the Baptist. And when John the Baptist saw that Christ now uh, is here, he said to his disciples, behold the Lamb of God. Follow Christ. Go. This is why I'm here. So, our question today, do we look out for each other? Do we look out for each other? Am I looking for the benefit and the salvation of my sister, of my brother? Or is it just about me, me, me? Or I just want to take, you know, the, the I, I, I want to be in that scene all the times. Is it that I follow Christ 
and as a result I bring others, or I follow Christ so that I can feel good about myself and I can also, you know, show off myself to other people. I'm afraid that many times our answer to this question, and I will include myself in this, is that many times I want the, the, the spots to be on me, right? I want um, the light to always be focusing on me, everyone focusing on me, even the smallest things. In today's gospel, that's not so. You see many of these characters, John the Baptist, St. John the Beloved, Andrew, and Philip, all of them going out to bring others. And the first that they bring are their closest. The closest to them, they are bringing. So, St. Andrew actually, the name itself means brave. It means strong, courageous, and like a warrior, going out to bring whoever he finds. So, in few minutes, kida, let's, uh, let's focus and let's uh, meditate on two points. Honoring others before myself, and the other one, the individual work, the importance of the individual work. So, St. Andrew, like we said, he brought first Peter. When even when you read the gospel of today, you find, and Andrew went and found first Peter, his brother, to bring. Do I honor others and prefer them and offer them before myself? Or I'm just always uh, want to be the first. And even if I bring others, do I want them to be followers? Or I want them also to be leaders and I don't mind to be a follower uh, that I brought. Um, of course, I remember uh, years ago, uh, I was at work. And you know, I think this happens many times. Um, and uh, I, had, I had someone um, was taking care of bringing in the new uh, like hires train them and get them oriented with everything at work. So I got one of them, a very nice actually person, we're still in contact. And um, uh, after training and after I think one year or so, uh, I was uh, looking for something else like to move up. And uh, the person was also doing the same thing. And of course, uh, they, they took the other person, they're worthy as well. But inside me, inside me, um, I was like thinking, why God? Like, why? Like, uh, I'm more worthy of this. Like, I trained this person. I brought this person. Like, when they came, I was already like a senior, you know, in, in, in my work. Uh, I showed them the way. I showed them how to do things. And now they're taking a position that I was looking forward and I qualify, and the person also qualifies, but why not me? You know, it happens many times. Um, but of course, God had a different plan. So, but I'm just sharing with you that maybe it's a confession, that many times we are in that situation, like we are just like, 
why not me? I brought this person. You know, I've been here serving before them. And I, I, I got them interested in the church. I got them interested in serving. I got them interested in deaconship. I got them to learn Al-Han. I got them to... And then now they're all of a sudden like they're doing better than me. Like they're taking all the... Uh, stealing all the show. Show, right? So we got to be careful. And today we get this lesson that Andrew... Andrew... Andrew is a, is a brother of Peter, right? You don't hear about him that much. But he's an amazing personality. So we need to honor each other before ourselves. In Romans chapter 12, St. Paul, he mentions many things. And uh, in chapter 12, verse 10, he says, Be kindly affectionate. To one another with brotherly love, in honor, giving preference to one another. In Arabic, of course, it's much better. Right? You 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 present one another in honor. So if there is an honor to be taken, I ought to present other people to take that honor. And of course, that one of those honors is to be closer to Christ. But I have to be careful also not to lose my salvation. So Andrew did not lose his salvation, but he preferred his brother Peter to be first. So let us watch out for jealousy. So what the world calls this, jealousy. Right? When I am jealous of someone. Uh, that we honor one another. Let's honor one another. Uh, of course, this is in the New Testament, but in Genesis chapter, um, in Genesis chapter four, there is another scene where God comes to Cain after Cain, you know, murdered his uh, brother uh, Abel, and God asked Cain, "Where's your brother?" So Cain asked him, "Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper?" And here we find the opposite. Andrew is saying, I'm bringing you, Peter, Lord Jesus Christ. Let's work hard to bring one another um, to God. The second point, and the last, the individual work. The importance of the individual work. It's not about, you know, Peter, when he went and spoke on the day of Pentecost, he brought how many? 3,000. Wow. 3,000, you know how, uh, how big that number is? 3,000, that means like this cathedral all the way up to the balcony there, full and one half. So one and a half of this cathedral full of people. That's what a 3,000 would look like. So in one sermon, which we read it in the book of Acts, maybe did not even take like uh, 10 minutes. And Peter, boom. 3,000 people. So just like we're sitting, Keda, and imagine I'm talking, and then we're not even like a 1,000. Right? But Peter, 3,000 people. Done. New to the faith. Okay? So we love to see that. But then the individual work. Who did the individual work? Andrew. 
Andrew did the individual work. Let's, let me take you to another small scene. You remember the, the miracle of, of feeding the multitude? One of the big, like it's the biggest miracle, right? Who moved it? Who moved, who presented the five loaves and the two fish? A boy, right? Who knew about the boy? Andrew. Andrew knew about the boy. Why? Because it seems that Andrew's personality is like more of a guy that would communicate and connect with people one-on-one. -on -one. How are you, Habibi, today? How are things? Well, what, what have you got here in your, uh, you know, lunch bag? Oh, you have five loaves and two fish. That's very nice, huh? you know. I would, I'm just imagining that Andrew would have had probably this kind of conversation. Like, right? So, so he would have probably had very few conversations. He didn't see the 5,000. He only knew the one boy. And that one boy, what mattered so much that day. So much that day. From that individual work, from that individual, you know, talking with the boy. It's a very simple thing. You also just, you know, skim through it really quick. And like, yeah, there was a boy with five loaves and two fish, and let's bring the five loaves and two fish, and let's do the miracle, and let's feed the multitude, the 5,000, and done. Wow. And you're focusing on the big. But God does not forget about the little things. The little things that Andrew is doing here. So Andrew brought Peter, one of the pillars, and Andrew brought also the boy, the little one. So he's able to connect with the older and the strong. He's able to connect with the, the young and the weak. He's able to connect also with the individual work in another scene. Also, you find him in John chapter 12. Philip found a group of Greek, a group of Greeks coming to worship in Jerusalem. And they asked about Jesus. So he brought them to Andrew. And then Andrew told him, let's talk to them. Okay, you know what? You're good. Come to Jesus. So Andrew communicated also with the philosophers. If you think about the Greeks, all of them at that time, they would have some kind of philosophy. So he connected with the simple and he connected with the philosophers. He brought them also to the Lord Jesus Christ. So you find Andrew in very small little things. But it's like maybe many times we don't pay that attention to him. But he's doing all of that because of his individual work. Because of his uh, um, eagerness to connect on one-on-one -on -one level. One-on-one -on -one level. And he does not care about himself, but he presents everyone to the Lord Jesus Christ. So the first one we said, we need, we need to find Christ and to become esteemed to bring others to him, honoring and presenting them before ourselves. And to do that, it's very important to have the one-on-one -on -one relationships, the one-on-one -on -one connections with the old, with the wise, with the young, with the philosophers, with the big mind, you know, 
everyone in simplicity of heart and in love we can present everyone to Christ may this feast that we see in today's gospel many I just took Andrew but you can also go and look at Philip you can look at Nathaniel you can go and look at John the Baptist you can go and look at the work of John the Beloved look where they were who they brought how they brought them and learn from that something I can take I can apply in my life that I need to present other people before me I need to have a personal relationship with Christ first and foremost but also a relationship with others to bring them to Christ let us pray that the Lord Jesus Christ give us this gift that we bring all to the knowledge of God to the bosom of the Father and to the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory be to his name in his church forever and ever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.